How is it possible that employees of the UN could have been involved in the October 7th terrorist attacks against the Jewish people? The answer is because of an organization called UNRWA, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, an organization apparently existing to deliver aid to the Gazan Arabs and those who were made refugees during the 1948 War of Independence. It has been reported in the last week that 12 UNRWA employees actively took part in the terror attacks of October the 7th. The Jerusalem Post reported that UNRWA teachers wrote messages in support of Hamas's massacre on October the 7th, calling the Hamas infiltrators heroes. They shared images of dead or captured Israelis. They called for the execution of hostages. One teacher even urged Gazan civilians not to move out of harm's way following IDF warnings and instead become human shields. Since the IDF began their ground operation in Gaza, they found Hamas's military equipment hidden in UNRWA schools. The IDF also discovered Hamas military ballistic vests hidden in UNRWA bags in a medical clinic in Gaza. One of the hostages released from Gaza revealed that he was held for nearly 50 days in an attic by a teacher from UNRWA. A Gazan resident told the IDF in a published recording that Hamas has control over UNRWA, which is how the terror group has been stealing all the supplies. He said, quote, Hamas has their hands on UNRWA administration workers and it manages UNRWA, he alleged. Quote, from the day that Hamas rose to power, they took control of everything, end quote. The Jerusalem Post wrote this week, quote, At this point, UNRWA has become fully responsible for allowing indoctrination to fester in Palestinian society and is actively helping Hamas terrorists and holding Israeli hostages and has perpetuated the Palestinian refugee crisis since 1949, end quote. Anti-Semitism in UNRWA has been well known for years, but this is the first time that this fact has been recognised by governments such as the US and UK, resulting in cuts to its funding. It was further reported that Israeli intelligence accused 190 UNRWA employees of being hardcore Hamas and Islamic Jihad militants, while over 10% of UNRWA staff was considered to have some affiliation with those organisations. Statistics like that should leave us wondering if there is a single employee of UNRWA that isn't pro-Hamas. Here is an interesting fact. The United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, the UNHCR, has less than 19,000 employees worldwide to manage 29.4 million refugees across the world, not to mention the tens of millions more internally displaced persons asylum seekers and stateless people across 135 countries. UNRWA, on the other hand, employs 30,000 people in Gaza and the surrounding countries to service a claimed figure of 5.9 million refugees. Who are these refugees? As stated above, they are the Arabs who left their homes in 1948 anticipating and mostly rubbing their hands with glee at the prospect of a huge genocide of Jews by the multiple Arab countries who were invading the nascent state of Israel. According to UNRWA, those Arabs, along with their children and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren, are all refugees. And because of this, UNRWA traps them in long-term refugee camps and uses them as political pawns, 
with the refugee label that limits them both politically and economically. Those refugees can be also found under Egyptian, Jordanian, Lebanese and Syrian rule as well. In those refugee camps, the Palestinians live in needless, abject poverty, poverty and squalor that breeds hatred against their so-called Israeli occupiers. UNRWA employs local Gazans to help breed genocidal and hateful slogans against Israel. UNRWA schools in Gaza have long since been known to be full of anti-Semitic, violent tropes that further radicalise Gazan young people. So what is UNRWA then? It's not really a refugee agency, perhaps a welfare entitlement agency, or more likely worse, a stream of money funding radical ideology, Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. The hypocrisy and lies of this organisation is beyond belief. On the UNRWA website, you can read about the lovely humanitarian work that is taking place. They talk about the healthcare that they deliver, or the 700 schools that they've, shut, that they've set up. They show heart-rending pictures of the poor, innocent children who they claim to have helped. They have pretty graphics about how they spend their funds. What they fail to mention is that they have direct links to Hamas, that some of their employees are literally terrorists, and nearly all the rest of them terrorist sympathisers. They fail to mention that their schools are hotbeds for terrorist propaganda, that they take advantage of innocent children in Gaza to further the Hamas political aims. And they fail to mention that they directly contributed to the October 7th attacks. UNRWA is yet another example of the anti-Semitism that has been demonstrated time and again by the United Nations. Joe Biden funneled a staggering $1 billion to UNRWA since 2021, after the previous Trump administration cut ties with UNRWA due to these very concerns. And this means that the US indirectly helped to fund the October 7th attacks. UNRWA's corruption was obvious long before October the 7th and long before this week. It's a minor miracle that it's taken the world this long to wake up to it. The irony is that since October the 7th, the world has been lecturing and patronising Israel about allowing aid into Gaza. Israel have done what they can to allow aid in, but continually warned that this will go straight to Hamas. This objection has largely been ignored by the world or judged to be pitiable excuses. And suddenly in the last week, the nations have woken up to UNRWA's true colours, leading many nations to cut funding to this organisation. But imagine if Israel had done as the world had suggested in the past few months. They would have funnelled more money and resources straight into the arms of Hamas. But there has been no apology from the nations who previously pressured Israel to fund their enemies. There has been no acknowledgement that Israel were right all along. Political leaders have bigger things to worry about, it seems. Israel had to stand alone, acting on blatantly obvious information that the rest of the world chose to ignore until this week. UNRWA have released a statement on the 31st of January following the cut to their aid. And they say, quote, We are deeply concerned and outraged that some of the largest donors have united to suspend funding for the UNRWA. 
The population in Gaza faces starvation, looming famine, and an outbreak of disease under Israel's continued indiscriminate bombardment and the deliberate deprivation of aid in Gaza, end quote. Here is a UN organisation that is supposed to be apolitical, purely providing aid, not taking sides. Israel have virtually the least indiscriminate military targeting systems in the world. There is no indiscriminate bombardment in Gaza. And what is more, UNRWA is using famine and starvation and the terrible plight of the Gazan population as a pawn to, to restore aid. And this is after they have mercilessly sacrificed hundreds of thousands of Gazan young people, corrupting them to believe lies in order to serve greater political aims. The real losers of this situation are any Gazan civilians who may happen to be innocent, who want to be rid of Hamas. Not only do they live in a bloodthirsty and corrupt society, poisoned by anti-Semitic propaganda, not only do they live under a corrupt leadership, horrifically now, their main aid organisation who they rely on is also corrupt. This is the awful situation brought about by Hamas in Gaza with more than a little help from UNRWA. Revelation 16 describes the frog-like spirits that will go out into all the world to gather them against the Jewish people. Those frog-like spirits that result in anti-Semitism have often been associated with the spirit of humanism that arose during the French Revolution. The Declaration of the Rights of Man and the Citizen created during the French Revolution was incorporated fully into the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, one of the core documents of the UN. As the UN embodies the frog-like spirits of humanism, it has also become one of the most anti-Semitic organisations in the world. In the past, they have made statements such as, quote, Zionism is racism, a resolution that denies the right of the State of Israel to exist. We are living in times where Jew hatred has reached terrifying heights. We are watching the frog-like spirits move across the world, bringing the nations together in their hatred for God's chosen people and for his land. According to the sixth vial in Revelation 16, this can only lead to one thing, the return of Christ and Armageddon. Join us next week for another edition of Bible in the News. This has been Daniel Blackburn joining you.